Welcome back to Little Seed of Happiness, The Last Hero by Terry Pratchett, Episode 9. It appears that things revolve around the disk, said Leonard. That is certainly the case with the sun and the moon, and also, if you recall, the Maria Pesto. The ship they said went right around the disk, said Arch Chancellor Ridcully. Quite known to be blown over the rim near the Bay of Monte during a dreadful storm, and seen by fishermen rising above the rim near Tin Lung some days later, where it crashed down upon a reef. There was only one survivor, whose dying words were rather strange. I remember, said Red Coley. He said, My God, it's full of elephants. It is my view that with sufficient thrust and a lateral component, a craft sent off the edge of the world would be swung underneath by the massive attraction and rise on the far side, said Leonard, probably to a sufficient height to allow it to glide down to anywhere on the surface. The wizard stared at the blackboard. Then, as one wizard, they turned to Ponder Stibbins, who was scribbling in his notebook. What was that about, Ponder? Ponder stared at his notes. Then he stared at Leonard. Then he stared at Ridcully. Er, yes? Possibly? Er, if you fall over the edge fast enough, the world pulls you back and you go on falling, but it's all around the world. You're saying that by falling off the world, we, and by I mean we, I hasten to point out I don't actually include myself, we can end up in the sky, said the dean. Um, yes, after all, the sun does the same thing every day. The dean looked enraptured. Amazing, he said. Then you could get an army into the heart of enemy territory. No fortress would be safe. You could rain fire down onto... He caught the look in Leonard's eye. Onto bad people, he finished lamely. That would not happen, said Leonard severely. Ever! Could the thing you are planning led on land on Cori Celeste, said Lord Vetinari. Oh, certainly there are some, be some suitable snowfields up there, said Leonard. If there are not, I feel sure I can devise some appropriate landing method. Happily, as you have pointed out, things in the air have a tendency to come down. Red Cully was about to make an appropriate comment, but stopped himself. He knew Leonard's reputation. This was a man who could invent seven new things before breakfast, including two new ways with toast. This man had invented the ball bearing, such an obvious device that no one had thought of it. That was the center of his genius. He invented things that anyone could have thought of, and men who could invent things that anyone could have thought of are very rare men. This man was so absent-mindedly clever that he could paint pictures that didn't just follow you around the room, but went home with you and did the washing up. Some people are confident because they are fools. Leonard had the look of someone who was confident because, so far, he'd never found a reason not to be. He would step off a high building in the happy state of mind of someone who intended to deal with the problem of the ground when it presented itself, and might. What do you need from us, said Ridcully. Well, the thing cannot operate by magic. Magic will be unreliable near the hub, I understand. But can you supply me with wind? You have certainly chosen the right people, said Lord Veterinary. And it seemed to the wizards that there was just too long a pause before he went on. 
they are highly skilled in weather manipulation. A severe gale would be helpful at the launch, Leonard continued. I think I can say without fear of contradiction that our wizards can supply wind in particularly unlimited amounts, said the patrician. Is that not so, Arch-Chancellor? I am forced to agree, my lord. Then if we can rely on a stiff following breeze, I am sure. Just a moment, just a moment, said the dean, who rather felt the wind comment had been directed at him. What do we know of this man? He makes... The vices and paints pictures, does he? Well, I'm sure this is all very nice, but we all know about artists, don't we? Flipperty gibbets to a man. And what about bloody stupid Johnson? Remember some of the things he built? I'm sure Mr. Decorum draws lovely pictures, but I, for one, would need a little more evidence of his amazing genius before I entrust the world to his device. Show me one thing he can do that anyone couldn't do if they had the time. I've never considered myself a genius, said Leonard, looking down bashfully and doodling on the paper in front of him. Well, if I I was a genius, I think I'd know it, the dean began and stopped. Absent-mindedly, while barely paying attention to what he was doing, Leonard had drawn a perfect circle. Come back next time, and remember, today is going to be the day you make of it. Make it one that has at least one memory you never want to give up. Love ya. Bye.